Thank you for joining us on our Living Word Christian Center podcast. You're about to listen to one of our guest speakers. Open up your hearts and get ready to receive a word from the Lord. nothing God oh we need you God we need you in our marriage God we need you God in our calling in our purpose God we need you God revive the fighter in us revive the fighter in me revive the fighter come on church come on we're not done yet come on push 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 Jesus Oh, yes, oh God. Oh, yes, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. He did my Ramda. Shut up, my Ramda. Oh, Sita Moremde. He did my Ramda, my Ramala, my Ramda. He did Moremde. Oh, we surrender, Father. We surrender our will. We surrender everything to you, God. Have your way in us, God. Have your way tonight, God. Jesus. Yes, oh Lord. Jesus. There, there's one thing in saying we're spiritual, and there's another thing being spiritual. There's one thing to say, I'm a man of God. It's another thing to be a man of God. There's one thing to say, I'm a Christian. And there's another thing to be Christ-like. And so, remember, we are spiritual people. We are spiritual people. We do spiritual things. Come on, somebody. We, we do spiritual things. We're not of this world no more. We're not, we're not carnal people. We don't do the flesh things no more. When we get down to fight, it's time to get spiritual. Come on, when it's time to fight, the weapons of my war are not carnal. But in mightying God and pulling down the strongholds, if you're dealing with some strong issues, if you're dealing with some pain, if you're dealing with some hurt, you got to get back in being spiritual. You got to get back into prayer. You got to get back into crying out, God, I need you. I can't do it without you. I'm going to fail without you. I need you. Any God seekers in the house? Any God chasers in the house? You know, you know, I, I want to minister tonight on revive the fighter in me. Say it with me. Revive the fighter in me. Say it again. Revive the fighter in me. You know, every boxing match has 12 rounds. Depending on his expertise from 8 to 10 to 12 but there is there is there's also four rounds there is they have expeditions which is just for show some are only three rounds so if this is just a show for you it will only last three rounds when it comes time to get spiritual 
at the first cry out, shout out, worship, we fall out. But if you're in this for the long haul, come on, if you're in this for a lifestyle, if you're in this, someone say 12 rounds. 12 rounds. So it, it goes to show you that every year has 12 months. Every year has 12 months. So listen to this. 12 rounds for boxing, 12 rounds, 12 months in a year. We're, we are in the seventh round, if you can look at it like that. Come on, we are in the seventh round. And a lot of boxers are not trained or conditioned to pass this round. They gas out. They fall out. They lose their fight in them. So I'm here to tell you today, revive the fighter in you. Let's finish strong. Let, let's finish strong. You're in the corner right now. And you're in the corner right now. And I'm here to tell you, get up. Stand up and fight again. Believe again. Trust again. Get down and believe God for the impossible. My God is the God that can do the impossible. Wake up. Psalms, Psalms 85 verse 6 says will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you go ahead and be seated David saying revive back in me my joy give me back my joy give me back my happiness uh, come on somebody give, come on, say, give it back he says will you not Revive the fight in me that I may rejoice in you, my God. Look at Psalms 119, verse 50. He says, This is my comfort in my afflictions. Someone say, My afflictions, my afflictions, that your words have revived me. Come on, amen. That your word has revived me. Father, we just thank you tonight, God, for the anointing that's in this house, God. We thank you, God, for everything you're doing in this place with your people, with your church, with the body of Christ, oh God. Let us, Father God, just allow you to be you in us, God. That we would get everything that belongs to us, oh God, that we would grab a hold of it and fight for it, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody says... Amen. I, I need you to see this because here's David and David is crying out for revival. In uh, Psalms 85, he's crying out for revival because they wanted to erase David's name. They wanted to erase him. They didn't want nothing to be spoken about King David. And so he is challenged in body, in health, in sickness. That's what he says in Psalms 119.50. My afflictions, his afflictions. He dealt with sicknesses. He dealt with being attacked. He dealt with accusations. The man that he loved was throwing spears at him. He cried out. Someone say cried out. He cried out. He said in my afflictions. See when we get afflicted and we get hit. Either we're going to fight or we're going to hide. 
we're going to fight or we're going to give in to the afflictions. We're going to get hit. Tell you, you're going to get hit. It's, you're going to go through stuff. That's part of Christianity. You're going to face trouble. In this world, you're going to have what? Trouble. You're going to have some stuff hit you. Here is David. He's saying, crying out for revival. And when he cried out, he got it. Come on, somebody. He was revived. He was revived. He was revived in his afflictions. I'm here to tell you today, if you're getting afflicted, if you're going through some stuff, get ready for revival. God said, I will revive you again. I will bring back that happiness, that joy, that passion. Can somebody get excited in this house? The enemy will try to erase you. He'll try to get rid of you in your afflictions. He says, if I can do this... I will erase him. Job was afflicted. They're trying to erase him. Oh, but he, he stood it out. He stood it out. He stuck it out. And God revived him. Come on, somebody. And gave him double, if not more, for his trouble. God will give you more than you ask for when you stick it out. When you fight. Someone say fight. The word fight means exchange of blows. That means you're going to get hit. You're not a punching bag. Amen. You got to hit back. Someone say hit back. You have to hit back. When the devil hits you, you got to hit him back. Someone say hit him back. You got to hit back. A fight is an exchange of blows. That means give them and take them. You know a lot about a man when he gets hit. He could probably throw him, but you can't take a hit. All these glass jaw boxers out there. The message is called revive the fighter in me, not the sissy in me. Hey. Someone say revive. Revive the fighter. The word revive means this, restore to life. To make someone strong, healthy, and active again. God said, I'll get you strong again. I'll get you healthy again. I'll get you active again. But you got to cry out to me. Come on, you got to cry out to, to the Savior, to the Deliverer, to the Healer. Because my God, he's able. My God is mighty. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's El Shaddai. He's Abba Father. He's the great physician. He's the provider. He's the God of more than another. He's the I am. I don't know about but what do you need from God get your fight back amen slap your neighbors and get your fight back amen don't tell me you're spiritual show me don't tell me you're a Christian show me don't tell me you're a man of God show me Show me the spiritual life. Remember that money? Remember that movie? Show me the money. Hey. But we some good talkers, man. Some of you ain't. Pastor Ruben said Hollywood ain't got nothing on us. 
God said, I'll revive you. We talk more about the affliction than we do about the one that can heal the affliction. And so when David began to cry out, he says, man, I've been through some stuff. I've acted a little insane. I was in a cave hiding out. I was running all around crazy because I was getting afflicted. And sometimes when we get afflicted, how many of the crazy comes out of us? I wonder if there's any crazy came out of anybody here when you got afflicted. You went through some stuff and instead of God manifesting, you manifested. Your afflictions are not meant to kill you. They are meant to break you and build you. When you are crying out for something, God is hearing you. The delay is for God to shape you and mold you. The delay is to cut things off you. It's never to hurt you. Always to build you. So whatever you're at right now and you're saying God hasn't showed up, he is building you. Come on, say build me, Lord. Say build me, Lord. Say shape me, Lord. I'm ready, Lord. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering. Amen. I need you to believe in the believer. I need the believers to believe in God again. That he is the God that revives. He is the God that more than enough. He is the healer. He is the God that can do the impossible. He's the God that healed the dead. He's the God that lifted, spread the Red Sea. He's the God of more than enough. We got to remember that our God, who he is, and believe it. Someone said, believe it. There was a, a great leader in the Bible. Thank you, Bishop. Oh, we can stay there. Good, we're good. We're going to do this right now. Because we're not only going to hear it, but we're going to practice it. Is that okay? Are we ready? There was a great leader in the book of Joshua. Go to Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. Joshua, great leader, a great disciple who was taking on the role that God had placed in his life. And Joshua needed to be revived for the fight that was next. Someone say next. God is writing a book about your life. There's a book called Mike, Joe, Philippi, Reuben, Esther, Silly Sally. I mean, praise the Lord, Sally. Your book. And look at the book that God was writing about Joshua. And we look at the first chapter, this was going to be a great book. And, and he gets his own book. And the first words in verse 1, chapter 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it comes to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, but I need you to hear this. After the death of Moses, the beginning of his chapter of his life is tragedy. Is a hit. Someone say a hit. A hit. We're going to have to fight, church, for our future. 
We're going to have to fight for our church. We're going to have to fight for our families. We're going to have to fight for our marriage. We're going to have to fight for revival. We're going to have to fight to cross over. Someone say cross over. He had got the message. He had got the purpose. He had got the mission. We can't forget the mission of the house of God. We cannot forget the purpose of the house of God. And there he was. And, and there is the first thing that was said after the death of Moses. The death of Moses. This is my thing. Death hits, but God still speaks. Oh. Death hits. But God still speaks. What am I saying? God still speaks in tragedy. How many have faced some tragedy? Come on, we, we, we as a, a family, we as a church have faced some, some tragedies. We have faced some things. But God is still speaking. God is still speaking to his church and telling his church, you got a mission. You got a mandate. You got a calling. You got a vision in this house. There is still a purpose. There is still a mission. God speaks in tragedy. Tragedy hits. I remember when I lost my father, when I lost my mother, when I lost my sister, when we went through some stuff, when we got hit, when all hell broke loose, God's word was still there. And he spoke. He spoke. My thing is the only way we're going to hear it is that we got to get back and being spiritual. God is speaking. God has been speaking. The Bible says that after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that it came to pass. The Lord spoke. The Lord spoke to Joshua. In verse 2 it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. My God, that is a heavy statement. This is God telling the leader Joshua. Joshua, Moses... Is gone. Now, therefore, arise. Someone say, arise. Arise. And go over this Jordan. You and all the people to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Mm. He's saying, you need to arise out of your despair. Get out of your pain. Listen to what I'm saying. Joshua was being called out by God. I don't know if you've ever been called out by God. God straight called him out. He said to rise. Someone say to arise. The word arise means to get up, to stand up, to wake up. Come on, say it with me. To get up, stand up, wake up. Say it, sit, get up, stand up, wake up. He said, you got to stand up, Joshua. You got to get up, Joshua. You got to wake up, Joshua. There's a mission. There's a purpose. There's a vision in this house. What God has instilled you with. You got to get up. Someone said, wake up. We got to begin to exist out of our hurt. Out of our pain. Out of our despair. We face things as believers. David said, in my afflictions, we're going to be afflicted. You know that, right? We're going to get hit. The devil wants to kill you. 
The devil wants to sidetrack you. He don't want you to start your church. He don't want you to start the will of God. He don't want you to do what you're supposed to be doing. He's going to afflict you to make you hide and make you run and make you doubt yourself. Moses, the deliverer, had to get delivered to be the deliverer. He felt inadequate. He said, I can't can't do this. I got a stuttering problem. I I don't know how to spoke, hello. But when he encountered God, God took away all the junky lives of the enemy. And he began to do a great work. He delivered the Israelites out of Egypt. And they grew. And in their afflictions, listen to what I'm saying, they became a nation. From slaves to a nation. To freedom. And standing now, all the people are there. And that's when he's telling them to get up. Some of you need to get up because there's people waiting for you. We got to get up because our kids need us. We got to get up because our spouse needs us. We got to get up because there's people that are looking at you. What is he going to do now? What is he going to do? What is she going to do now? People are watching the affliction that we face. We're like fish in a tank. Some are just bigger than others. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But God himself told him to arise. That's a heavy statement. When God begins to say, hey, I'm not done with you. It's not over. Come on, I I, I hear the bell. Come on. And I hear the bell for the next round. Someone said the next round. Next round. We are in the seventh round year of this year. And God is saying, it ain't over yet. Come on, baby. Get up and fight. Yes, you've been hit. Yes, things happened. Yes, it got rough. Yes, 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 yes. I know, but let's go. You're in the corner, and God's saying, come on, let's go. Let's go. I feel like giving up. It's fine. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Shut up. Let's go. Come on. I feel like running. Well, run into the middle of the ring. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We only, we, we only got 30 seconds. Come on. We only got a minute. Come on. What else? Tell me what else. What else? What else? Okay, then shut up. Let's go now. Because when we start giving our excuses, we start hearing them. They sound dumb. I remember I said your excuses out loud, and then they sounded dumb. Like, huh? You got to revive the fighter back again. God wants that fighter to rise up. And that's what God was doing to Joshua. Come on, Joshua. Come on, Joshua. Come on, amen. We look at verse 3, and they work to verse 3, and it says this. It says, every place that the sole your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, my God. God has territory waiting for you. Your territory can be your marriage. God has a spouse waiting for you. Yours, it might be your family. It might be a city. It might be the purpose that God has for you. But you haven't did it because you haven't got up. Get up and fight. Come on, fighter. Get up and fight. Get up and believe. Get up and trust. Get back. Get up. Stand up. Wake up. 
Ooh. Amen. I, I love this part. I love this part. Here we go. Verse 4 says this. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great rivers, the river of Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and the great sea towards the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. My God. God said, I got this for you, man. Don't you remember what I told Moses? Don't you remember the plan? Don't you remember when I sent you out? I said, see, go, possess. But if you can't see it, you're not going to go. And if you don't go, you won't possess. Come on. So you got to wake up the fighter again. So I'm going to go and I'm going to see I can do this. And I see it, I'm going to go. And I'm going to go and I'm going to possess what God has for me. What God has for me as a pastor, as a leader, as a believer, as a father, as a mother, as a man of God, as a woman of God. I know about you, but I want all that God has for me. I can only stir you up. I can't make you hungry. I can all do is inspire you. You got to get hungry. You got to get hungry again. Revive the fighter in you. Someone say the fighter. God was reviving. He's saying, Joshua, I know your mentor, your pastor, your leader passed away. The one that you took care of, the one that you love, the one that you talked to, the one that you spoke into, the one that you sat there and you begin to love on him and the one that loved you back. I know he's gone, but you got to get up because there's a lot waiting for us. There's a lot waiting for us. Amen. There's a lot waiting for us. I'm going to say territory. Territory. Don't lose what belongs for you. Don't lose what belongs to you. Don't surrender what belongs to you. We go in verse 5. He goes on. He's telling them all these things that is yours. Because he told the spies before, I want you to see. And I want you to go and I want you to possess. And so we see in verse 5. He says, no man hmm, mm -mm, shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Hey, somebody. He says, come on, I'm with you. We need to remember that he's with us. Say he's with me. Say he's with me. Come on, say it like you mean it. He's with me. I want us to stand. I want us to stand. We ain't done. I want the worship team to come up. We ain't done. Woo. We, we, we need to remember that he's with us. Someone say he's with us. He's with you. He is with us. He is with our pastor. He is with the pastors. He is with the church. He is with God. See, he's with us. God placed a vision in the man of God. He placed a calling in the man of God. And I'm telling you today, God is saying to the church, I'm with you, church. I got your back, church. I know you've been through some stuff. I know you went through some things. But you're going to be okay because I'm with you. Say he's with me. He's with 
He's with us. He was with Moses. He was with Joshua. And he's with us. Say it's not over. We need to fight for our revival. We need to fight to get our strength back. We need to fight to get back what belongs to us. Fight and get back your spirituality. Fight and get back your passion. Get back your hunger. Get back your desire for him. You got, you got to fight. And we got to fight spiritually. He don't need a carnal man. He needs a spiritual man. He needs a spiritual woman. We need to get spiritual again. We're crying out for help. But when we get it, we don't do nothing with it. I talk to a lot of pastors. I, I talk to a lot of people. And they call me and they're saying this, 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 and this. And I said, okay, well, let's do this. And all I see is nothing. I, I, want, I want right now, I want you to come, come, come. We're going to fight right now at this altar. If you're willing to fight, I want you to fight. Come on. I got any fighters, any fighters out there? Are you willing to fight for your dreams? Are you ready to fight for your vision? Are you ready to get that fight back in you? You Maybe you've lost that fight. We're not done. We're going to fight right now. We're going to worship right now. We're going to seek God. We're going to get spiritual. We're going to say, devil, nah, you're not taking my marriage. You're not taking my children. You're not taking my calling. Come on, there's room. Let them come in. Let them come in. Come on. Come on. We're going to seek God. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to worship. We're going to pray. We're going to seek. See, it might be foolish to you because you don't know how to get spiritual. But for the spiritual, you're like, yeah, yeah, give me room. Make room for me. I need to get up here. I need this. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Unless you get tired, you're not going to get strength again. You got to say, I'm tired. I want to fight again. The Bible says, he said, be strong and be of good courage. For these people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to you, Father. He said, come on. Let's get spiritual. Let's worship. Come on, right now. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Begin to seek him now. Now, 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 now. Let everything fall off. Let every lie fall off. Let every jump fall off. Let all the depression fall off. Let the sickness fall off. Let the defeat fall off. Let the failure fall off. Come on, church. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. 